Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hi, this is Father Tom Burke of the Catholic Diocese of Pittsburgh, and welcome to Catholic Education Plus on KDK Radio. This show spotlights the important work of Catholic education in our Catholic schools and parish faith formation programs. Catholic Education Plus is brought to you by the generous supporters of Catholic education, including Sam and Judy Spanos and the Catholic Diocese of Pittsburgh in southwestern Pennsylvania. And today we are discussing the Notre Dame Vision Summer Conferences for high school students with high school senior Stephen Wolf from Bulger, PA, and John Wyland, who is the youth minister at St. James Parish in Swickley. Stephen and John, good morning and welcome to Catholic Education Plus. Thank you. Good morning, Father. And Notre Dame Vision, I can attest to it because being a participant as the former pastor at St. James in Swickley, I went for five years. And uh, John, you were with me uh, last year, and Stephen, you went with me for a couple of those years. Uh, Notre Dame Vision is a wonderful summer camp experience that uh, Notre Dame University uh, hosts, and they use their students as mentors, and it's just a great summer camp for high school students. Would you agree, Stephen? Oh, yeah, definitely. And John? I totally agree. And I want to focus on that uh, today. And Stephen, you attended Notre Dame Vision for three straight summers. And uh, why did you decide to go for the first time? And I'm going to talk about uh, Notre Dame Vision Plus is for the returning students. So let's focus on why did you want to go for the first time? And then what was it like coming back as a second and third time? Yeah, well, so um, I went the first time, I think, the year after my older brother started going to Notre, Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. And uh, my mom saw there's, there was something called Notre Dame Vision. She wanted us to do it the year before, but we didn't get to. And so she's like, it looks like this would be a good thing to do. And I'd been to retreats before, and I thought it'd be an awesome thing to do. I didn't realize what I was getting into. And I, uh, so the initial experience, it was, it was enlightening, to say the least, honestly. I went there... And I'm like, oh, wow, you know, Notre Dame's beautiful. I'm here. I'm on campus. I enjoyed myself. I got there the first day, and I was like, all right, this will be good. We we were doing icebreakers, and we were having a good time. And I'm like, this is going to be awesome. And then we got into small groups, and I'm like, well, look at this. It's um, Answering the questions that they ask in the small groups really started to get me thinking about, wow, I, I am not not lax in my faith, but like this could be the start of a, a journey for me. And um, that, that first experience really got me thinking that, you know, there was so much more that, that I needed to learn as a Catholic. And um, I, I loved it. When I, when, I, when I came home, I was like really pumped because it was such a faith-filled experience for me. So you were really... Your eyes were open. You, you eyes were open, absolutely. First timer, you had no idea what you were yeah, walking into. Yeah. Is this going to be like a Bible camp, vacation Bible school? But it was a total new mm-hmm. experience for you. And then totally. to meet 
youth from literally all around the country. Absolutely. Not yeah. just from uh, St. James and Swickley, mm-hmm. but kids from all across the country. And it was really neat to see how complete strangers on Monday and then total friends Absolutely. At, on Friday. Would you yeah. agree? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we had um, we break into small groups with six or seven people who you really get to know very, very well by the end of the week. And um, on Friday, you write them, you write them letters um, that talk about, you know, what are their strengths, what, how did they bless you, and um, what you hope for them in the future. So, like, you you come in on Monday not knowing any of them, and by the end of the week, you're you're writing letters to them about all this personal stuff that you've seen about them. And then let's reflect on your second and your third time that you went, uh, because you already went through the program, you were mm-hmm. called Vision Plus. Yeah. Is it different the second and third time around? Yeah, it, it definitely is different the second and third time around. Um, it's also different with the mentors. Hmm. So the mentors the first time around are, are uh, what we'll call them first-time mentors. And then when you're a Vision Plus student, they become Vision Plus mentors, that's so, awesome. so when when you when you become a Vision Plus student, you get put with a mentor who was either there last year or did it before. And what they do is, especially in the small groups, they ask you questions in relation to um, the previous year. So they'll ask you something. It'll be like, "How did your answer change from last year?" And one of the big things is, "Why are you here again? What what do you want to get out of Notre Dame the second year or the third year?" Yeah. And John, as a youth minister, you, attain, you attended Notre Dame Vision for the first time last year, and you just returned uh, this year. Uh, as a youth minister, um, what, it, what, do you, what is your experience of the program from the adult perspective? From the adult perspective, I mean, I had not been to a, a, a camp like that for many, many years. Mm-hmm. So when I went there, I was expecting, from my past experiences, it to be a lot of a lot of fun but a lot a lot maybe not a lot for the adults and when i got there there were we broke off into small groups we were with people from all over the country uh people that were in positions like myself people that were educators people that were just individuals who were part of the church that went there as chaperones but when i was there i realized that they were all catholic and being in that type of place really put me in a position to to learn a little bit more about my faith and be able to help grow my my youth group that I that I'm in charge of mm-hmm. and bring some of that information back to them. And the adults have a separate program from the the kids. So like the youth ministers, uh teachers, parents, chaperones. So there's a a total separate program for the adults while the kids are off on their program. The, the adults have theirs too, and then they blend some some activities and, and events too. They do. Together. I mean, we we go to these meetings and we are given a uh, a book when we get there uh, of all the activities. And I mean, the the book is relatively thick, and you think to yourself, day one, how are we <laughs> going to get through all this stuff? But I mean, it is very intensive, and it is very it it opens you up to really start to think about you know who you are, how am I supposed to. Uh, lead these lead lead the people that were that were in charge of, but it also you're looking at yourself and saying, "Am I doing enough to be Catholic? And am I doing enough to to be closer to God?" And I think that this whole program for the adults allows you that opportunity to reflect on those types of things. Mm-hmm. And Stephen, um, 
I know they focus a lot on prayer, one's vocation, self-love, families. Uh, you say that you're in a small group, so I guess a lot of personal things really come out, Absolutely. like a support group. Um, do you want to reflect on, on how that has helped you and changed you with yeah. your faith? So um, I think the most important part of Notre Dame Vision is the small groups because you're in there with a group of six or seven people and a mentor, and and they're asking you questions about your you know prayer, vocation, all these things. They're trying to get you to to really think about and verbalize, not only think about, but also verbalize who you are, all in an effort to then to then say, well, who do you want to be, you know? And so for me, um, when I would answer questions, because it, it would be hard to mm-hmm. answer these questions because they're difficult questions, um, especially to to tell to other people who you really don't know, and um, answering those questions. Again, they got me thinking about my faith and how I could improve my faith life. John, on the bus ride home is a very interesting phenomenon that happens. You know, going out, everyone's in their little cliques or the kids that they go to high school with or uh, the eighth graders that just have graduated going into ninth grade because this is ninth through twelfth grade. But the bus ride home is totally different because uh, you um, ask each kid to stand up and individually process how their week went. Do you see a change from Monday through that Friday bus ride coming home? I think that experience actually even before begins before that mm-hmm. because right now even dealing with some of the eighth graders that are going to be going on this trip they're asking questions and they're excited but yet they're still nervous and they're worried about you know who am i going to room with and and how is this experience is, is going to be but on that bus ride home when they're standing up there and they're talking to you about what happened during that week they are they're they're how do I say this? They're they're getting it out. They're they're letting everybody know. Like I met this person from California, or I met this person from Iowa, and I didn't know that they have the same struggles that I do. And they're able to explain to the, talk to the other kids because they're not all in the same group together. Right, they're all different groups. Right. right. So when they're when they're doing that, they have these conversations, and it's almost like it's it, it was a revival for them, and they're super excited, and they all. All of them say, I can't wait to go back till next year. And even some of our 12th graders last year, I remember, like, they were sad that they couldn't go back again. They wanted to come back again. And and we did have a returning. um, We had a high school senior that came back as a chaperone uh, two years ago. So it's really neat just to see how the kids, you know, their eyes light up when we – the bus – uh, pulls up into campus there, Geddes Hall. Uh, you go and they go to their dorms. Uh, the girls are in one dorm, the boys are in the other. And then the groups split, and then you meet your other people. And then there's that program for the adults. And then, boom, it just naturally happens. And it's just a wonderful event. National Catholic speakers come in from around the country during the week, uh, team building projects. So Notre Dame Vision really just it's just a well-crafted program that the kids and the adults really uh, blossom would you agree john i totally agree mm-hmm. the biggest thing about about that program is the fact that you have these kids who are forced to talk about 
themselves and talk about the social pressures that they're facing and be able to come back and, and maybe talk to a friend um, and profess their Catholic faith. And there are many Catholics out there that don't go to to Catholic church anymore. Mm-hmm. And they come back and they start talking to them. And next thing you know, maybe one or two kids are going next year because of the excitement they were able to build because of Notre Dame vision. They, they come back and they're on fire. Yeah. Brilliant. We'll take a break. Back with more Catholic Education Plus in a moment right here on KDK Radio. Welcome back to Catholic Education Plus. I'm Father Tom Burke, Administrator of St. Bede Parish in Point Breeze. And this morning we are talking about Notre Dame vision and we have Stephen Wolf from Bulger, uh, Pennsylvania, and John Weiland, who is the youth minister at St. James Parish in Swickley. And Stephen and John, as we talked in the first segment about um, what it's like about the atmosphere and the groups of what happens on campus at Notre Dame Vision. This second segment, I want to focus on, um, let's talk a little bit about, Stephen, you mentioned about, um, as a young person growing up today, especially in the Catholic faith, it the journey has changed and there's a lot of pressures. Uh, maybe a lot of kids your age don't want to go to church or don't like church mm-hmm. or families don't pray. Let's focus. How did Notre Dame vision really help you with your prayer life? I mean, you come from a very good Catholic family, your mom and dad and your brothers and your sister come to mass every week, but how has Notre Dame vision really kept that fire, that flame burning? Well, First things first, I still don't think I have a good enough prayer life. Oh. But but Notre Dame, as we said before, asking you these questions about, you know, prayer and and vocation and when you when you answer these questions at Notre Dame, you you think of things that you didn't even really know about yourself. You're like you're like discovering yourself when you answer these questions. And and um for me as for as for my prayer life, especially with Notre Dame, um, well, with with the help of Notre Dame Vision, I I evaluate myself all the time. That's like that's something Notre Dame Vision has helped me to do is evaluate because of the questions. Evaluate maybe um, where am I where am I doing really really well when it comes to prayer life, and do I pray every day? You know, um, and of course, prayer is different for everybody. And um, it might um, be just a couple minutes, just a couple minutes of really, really thoughtful prayer that um, that I pray every day. But because of Notre Dame, because of those questions that they ask you, I, I can really think about how well I'm doing and um, where where I'm going. With prayer. And John, as a youth minister, and also uh, you work in education uh, with the Cornell School District uh, in your regular job, you are around um, youth and young adults. Let's talk a focus on how social media really has changed uh, the way pe- young people really grow up. Do you want to reflect on the pressures that you see both in your professional job and then also as a youth minister, how that has really changed with, uh, with the youth growing up today? Well, I think with social media, one of the things that I've noticed is that kids are more apt to post their personal lives all over the place. And, you know, we've always had issues where kids worry about what they wear and and who they're seen with. But it's even more prevalent now because they're throwing, they're, they'll throw a picture up there and that person might 
they're not pictures of kids at, at church. They're, they're kids of, out doing things. And so somebody, if they don't get enough likes on Facebook or if they don't get enough, uh, you know, enough friends on Snapchat or whatever social media that they're, they're on, Instagram, whatever that might be, they, they get upset about it. Mm-hmm. So it, and it, it becomes this jealousy that starts to take place where these kids have a tendency to idolize themselves more than they idolize God. And so it's very difficult for them to get into a, a situation where you don't have social media. Like my, my son's in eighth grade going into ninth. This is the first year that he's ever had social media. And we monitor it, but I don't think most parents do. So it's very difficult for social media being out there. It's a very difficult choice for parents to make because they want their kids to still remain popular. But at the same time, they they don't monitor it enough to see what's going on. And it can be troublesome. So the peer pressure really is hot out there with, it's with very, kids. It's very difficult, yeah. They don't like me or I don't have enough attention. Or if they post something derogatory towards them, you know, a lot of feelings. Bullying, cyberbullying is a very big Cyberbullying is very difficult to, mm-hmm. to overcome. And one of the things is that there are people out there that – don't understand that generation's lingo so a parent may look at if a parent does look at it and see something negative on there it may be just the way that those two kids communicate and mm-hmm. unfortunately parents get involved yeah. and over over hype something and Stephen, have you seen this kind of pressure through social media yeah, with your absolutely. own personal life and your friends and your siblings? Yeah, absolutely. Um, one of the, that's that's one of the big reasons. Like when you when you come to Notre Dame Vision and you get put into this small group, you're like you have to answer these questions that are very personal to you. And because I mean, for a lot of these people, they've they've had social media. They they mm-hmm. know what it's like to you know have their personal life be picked on sure and so it's it's really really um difficult to start out but then you get to Notre Dame and Vision and you're like talking about your personal life with this small group and everybody else is sharing their own personal life and you're like well you know maybe maybe it's not you know (laughs) the worst thing in the world to you know share with people who really want to hear what I have to say and people who are sharing with me well, Stephen, you're getting ready to attend Notre Dame this fall. Yeah. Not as a Notre Dame Vision yeah. student, but really as a student, you'll be studying economics. And congratulations Thank on your you. graduation I'm so excited. this year. And now your faith journey will continue now with college. How will you keep working at it and keep growing? Well, one of the biggest things I always wanted to do, I'm always too busy to do this, but I wanted to, maybe not every day, but I wanted to go to daily mass at least, at least mm. twice, you know, mass at least twice a week. And at Notre Dame, I remember them telling us at one of the information sessions with my older brother, they have, like, more masses a week than the Vatican does. <laughs> and I know that that's definitely um, something that will help me in my spiritual journey. Um, but even just being there with all the people, and um, that that's one of Notre Dame's big um, mission statements. It's the big one is they want to be a force for change in the world, the greatest force for change in the world. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, that's that's why I think Notre Dame is the best. Anyway, of course. And I think that uh, 
you won't be shortchanged at all with no. the number of masses. I think every no. dorm has a chapel. Every dorm. There's a yeah. priest on campus. Uh, that basilica is beautiful. The bells ring every hour. Uh, there's so many opportunities. So and, many places to go, like the grotto especially. Yeah. The grotto is awesome. And even, um, even a lot of the... Uh, office buildings and classroom buildings have chapels too and mm-hmm. so you, they call it catholic disneyland yeah. and i can see why they yeah. do and john you and i went last year we had a great time um walking around the campus and just taking in the the atmosphere it's it's a heavenly place isn't it it was jubilant i mean the kids are when they did have some downtime they had like an ice cream social right after we went to the grotto if mm-hmm. you remember and i mean the kids were just pumped up it was almost like, how did you get these kids to go to bed? Right, and they were was, excited. And, yeah, huh? so it's it's amazing to go there. I, I would recommend anybody that is interested in exploring their Catholic faith as a, as a, as a child to look into Notre Dame Vision because it is a wonderful experience. And this, the fact that they have four sessions throughout the summer, we go to the first one. There's there's plenty of time for them to... And any youth ministers listening or teachers that are looking for some type of summer camp program for their youth, that's definitely an option to look at. And they can Google uh, Notre Dame Vision and uh, has all the criteria, all the different um, aspects that Notre Dame Vision has. And again, it's uh, four separate weeks that you can choose from. And um, hopefully we'll get a, a larger contingent from Pittsburgh to go next year and the following years. Yes. I think it'd be... Uh, very well placed. Would you agree? I totally mm-hmm. agree. Yeah. And Stephen, would you agree yeah. too? Yeah, absolutely. And you're following in your brother Will's footsteps. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just graduated. He and did, and now, now I you're get to go to Notre you're Dame. coming on campus too. So you're taking some good, valuable lessons with you. And uh, best of luck to you. Thank you. In your uh, college year, and John, thanks for all that you do for your youth ministry thanks. at St. James and Swickley. Thanks. And uh, we'll be uh, back in a moment, right here on KDK Radio for Catholic Education Plus. This week in our Plus segment, we are featuring Quavati's Days, What It Doesn't Mean to Be a Catholic Man. This will be held July 15th and 16th at Cardinal War North Catholic High School up in Cranberry. And a registration is only $40. And you can visit pittsburghpriest.com by July 3rd. That's just uh, in another week or so to get registered for Quavati's Days. This is a great retreat for men uh, discerning about possibly a priest or a permanent deacon. Uh, you get a great fraternity. They have sports activities, mass, Eucharistic adoration, uh, great speakers. And it's for high school men, uh, those who are just entering uh, the ninth grade this coming fall, all the way up until the 12th grade. And again, that will be held on July 15th and 16th at Cardinal World North Catholic High School. That's right off of 228 in Cranberry Township. You get brotherhood, you get mass, sports, adoration, dynamic talks. It's a great little two-day retreat to get you energized for the summer and really kick back and get ready for the fall. So that's the Quavadu Stage, July 15th and 16th, Cardinal War North Catholic High School in Cranberry. We'll see you there. Thank you for listening to Catholic Education Plus, and thanks again to our supporters, including Sam and Judy Spanos and the Catholic Diocese of Pittsburgh. I'm Father Tom Burke. Join us again in two weeks at 630 right here on KDK Radio. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? 
Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.